Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. Thanks so much for being my companion today on this chapter day journey, where we find ourselves in Psalm 145. And it was the first verse that kind of jumped off the page at me this morning, which says, I will exalt you, my God, the King. Today's podcast is entitled, King of my castle. In my mind's eye, I can vividly see my grandpa Speck sitting at the head of his dining room table during a family meal, smoking his Dutch master's cigar. There was a humor with which he approached life that always endeared me to him. I loved being his little shadow. It was only as an adult as I learned his story, that I fully appreciated his humble and quiet joy. On Speck's 10th birthday, he came home from school to find the remains of his father's suicide. His mother sent him to be raised by his grandparents while she kept his little brother and sister with her. He came of age during the Great Depression, got married nevertheless, almost lost his wife to childbirth, and scratched out a living in the tire business. He had so much to be bitter about. He had so many reasons to play the victim card, but he didn't. From the head of the table, cigar in hand, Grandpa would often smile, pound his fist on the table, and with a gleam in his eye, insist, I'm the king of this castle. It was part of a never-ending dance of teasing between he and Grandma Golly. They needled one another mercilessly, whether they were competing at cards or betting on the World Series. In response to Grandpa's claim to the throne, Grandma hung a little decorative plaque above the kitchen sink. Grandpa always did the dishes. And it read, I'm the boss of this house, and I have my wife's permission to say so. As I read it anew this morning, it was the first verse that leapt off the page at me. King David, the greatest king in Hebrew history, sings an exaltation to God whom he refers to as my king. The king has a king. Now, it's hard for a modern reader to understand how just how much this sentiment ran against the grain of the popular monarchy playbook of those ancient times. Kings wanted the masses under control. Kings wanted an air of undisputed authority. Kings wanted people to fear them. And to achieve these ends, kings claimed to be gods themselves. I mean, they might worship other deities for good measure, but they demanded that their people view them as a god themselves, not David. David always saw himself as a servant of the one true king of heaven. Having read all of his lyrics in the Psalms about enemies within his own kingdom, seeking to slander and supplant him, I begin to wonder how much easier his reign might have been had he followed the playbook. But that's what made David different. And God saw it in him when David was a shepherd boy, the runt of Jesse's litter of sons. Samuel balked (laughs) David being God's choice, God assured the prophet, no, he's a man after my own heart. See, David is humble. 
he acknowledges his role in the great story. He fully embraces his position and place as God's partner in the divine dance. I'm the king of the Hebrews, and I have God, my king's permission to say so. (laughs) In my mind's eye, I now distinctly see Grandpa Speck sitting on his glider rocker. He's shirtless and wearing an old pair of shorts. I mean, he might have had air conditioning, but one doesn't want to resort to that unless one has to. The Great Depression taught him many things. Frugality was at the top of the list. He is now smoking his pipe. It's a summer afternoon, and he is listening to the ball game on the transistor radio. He survived many tragedies and trials on his life journey, but he humbly pressed on with simple faith and determination to do the right thing. He's king of his castle, and like David, he's eternally grateful to the king of heaven for the blessing of his little three-bedroom, quarter-acre kingdom on the east side of Des Moines. He is the servant of his wife and his family. In the quiet this morning, I find myself reviewing my own place and position in life. Over the past year, I've observed that it's easy, even fashionable today, to feel the heady satisfaction of pious self-rule, then proudly take to the no-man's land of social media to stake one's claim of divine rightness and lord one's opinions and worldviews upon others, demanding submission upon threat of being sentenced to relational exile. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to try and follow David's example, Grandpa Speck's example. I want the last song of my life's anthology to be like Psalm 145, ascribing anything that I've gained in this world, every blessing I've been afforded, to my king. In fact, when it comes right down to being the person that Jesus asked me to be, I have to accept that I am Lord of no one and I am servant of all. God, help me to fully embrace that role today in thought and word and deed. Amen. Have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.